This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International. Uh, David, uh, this episode is part two, where we're talking about what's happening with our leaders in the church at risk. We're talking about choices specifically, about how choices honor Christ, about how choices are affecting a lot of our leaders, some difficult choices our leaders are having to make. And that really brings us to Mexico. Now, SOM Mexico is going into some areas that previously didn't really have a choice for the gospel. They had never really heard it before. Sometimes that's uh, unusual for people to hear that there's unreached places in Mexico, but some of the places that our team goes to are high up in the mountains. They're difficult to reach. Uh, it's four by four trucks. Sometimes it's you know, a dirt bike or it's a, an animal, a, you know, a mule or a horse that they have to get there by, or the scariest one is by ultralight air, aircraft. And they're getting into these areas, they're bringing supplies, they're bringing the gospel, they're putting up radio stations, and they're telling people about Jesus. Tell us more about what's happening with SOM Mexico and this ministry that they have to these unreached areas. Yeah, so I want to connect the whole theme in scripture we're, we're focusing on is choice for Mexico here. What What is the lack of choice or the choice here? And, yep. and I think of what a lot of people, uh, Mark, don't think about is how when you're in an unreached area, uh, and many of these tribal people that we focused on, they don't have a choice simply because they don't even have the knowledge. They don't have right. the access. They don't have a scripture. Uh, they don't have any witness of Christ. And, and so these people are just locked in by the plain fact that they're so remote um, and their life is full of difficulty and um, lacking assistance. That this, when we bring in the practical support, let alone ultimately God's word, I right. mean, this is a whole new world, and this is yeah. new choices they have of of you know resources, and and so that's on the focus for the tribal people and why our hearts and Umberto's hearts so much you know there because you know there's a lot of places as we were talking to Umberto that you know he could do. There's a lot of things he could do. There's a, I think most people would agree in all the major cities of Mexico, let alone the villages, there's major need down there. Yeah, he doesn't everywhere. have to go to tribal people, but he goes to tribal people because there's even a greater need. They are unreached. And and then there's another subgroup of unreached here, uh, Mark, that I, I want people to pray about. Think about it. And, and that's the people directly in the cartel leadership. Now, that's if right. you work for the cartel, you're, you're an unreached people group. You, you do not, how do you, you don't have a lot, necessarily a lot of access or friends or people who know the gospel, who are encourage you on that and share the word with you. And, and so, you know, here are these villages that are participating, many of them are participating in the work, but the cartel controls the areas one way or another. And people might ask why are, why they allow us to go there? Because we're bringing a practical support, building relationships. And, you know, the cartels for whatever's going to help the tribal people out. They're, they're for that as long as it doesn't disrupt their work and they see us just you know helping people out and so and we've we built that credibility by you know doing good works and you know there's a there's some fear you know the catholic background fear of god thing so that's allowed sure. but at the same time you know there's a there's a boundary there and so like we share this newsletter about juan and right, you know right. juan was a uh a son of a mexican cartel boss and was actively involved in the family narcotics business, but you know, we as we get to know Juan, he didn't have peace. Um, the relationships in his life were a mess, and with his family, with you know people of the opposite sex, and he just had heartache and hurt. And one day in the mountains, he met some of the SOM workers, heard the gospel, 
The Holy Spirit touched his heart. He received the message, and he grew in love for the Lord and and um, and saw that staying with his family was a path of destruction. And so he left his family and, and sought out the help of some of our network, a Christian, um, and some Christians who were willing to disciple him. But after a week, his father tracked him down to the location and sent word that to him that he needed to return or he would have the whole household, his new Christian friends, killed. And so his son saw no escape and returned home by a two-day deadline that was given. And so, we, you know, in to today, we're not even sure of the ultimate outcome of this young man. But the reason I wanted to share that story is because it illustrates a few things. One is the how the enemy's trying to take away the choice, the choice to grow as a disciple, to know the Lord, to have the abundance of freedom and really freedom right. of belief there. And then two is that how that clientele, those people in the drug trade, they're slaves. You know, they, they, they have yeah. to keep faithful to their families, the cartels, and for them to leave many times is a death sentence. It's not easy for them to really make that choice to be a follower of Christ. So, David, let me ask you this. If somebody wants to be involved with the prayer ministry at SOM International, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, so you can contact our offices, email, contact at spiritofmartyrdom.com or call our offices. It's Carol is our director for Global Ambassadors. And her role is to help our partners grow more than just just giving money, but ways that they can actively be involved. And one of the Global Ambassador teams that we have is a prayer team. Right. And that's, you know, ways of being active in prayer and getting with people who are truly called to prayer and encouraging one another, collaborating together. So, yeah, I'd encourage people to contact our office to find out more than go online to. And we have the information about our global ambassadors there. All right. Well, when we get back on the other side of this break, we're going to give you uh, some more news about what's happening with global leaders around the world. We'll be right back after this break. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Today, we're just giving an update uh, with what's happening around the world with some of our leaders. Uh, Want to go to Bangladesh. Bangladesh, I think I'm not mistaken by saying it's one of the most Muslim places in the world. And yet our SOM Bangladesh director is out there sharing the gospel every day. He says this, every day we give out many gospel tracts and materials to unreached people. And he's asking for prayer. He says, please keep praying for those who are receiving the gospel to choose the Lord, to make him their savior. And because, you know, David, what we had said before is that when people choose Christ, it means that they need to reject Islam and that creates fear that cre- that can create anxiety it can create feelings of hatred within family groups or within uh, communities and so this is tough ground for the gospel uh, give us a little bit of update about what's happening with SOM Bangladesh yeah so Mark actually that quote you started I wanted to just also end it for a bit because I think he he said as Joseph says it well in here in Bangladesh our director there our people must choose faith over fear 
Love over hatred and peace over, over anxiety. And then right. she you know, chooses is to turn those into choices. I think mm-hmm. in, even in America, lots of we're so emotionalized now, sensationalized and, and um, sentimental about things that we feel like our emotions are just, we're basically slaves to our emotions, right? Uh, mm-hmm. How can I choose? Right. Now, I feel f- fearful. I, there's a reason I'm fearful. This person is coming against me. But no, uh, with Christ, we choose faith. Uh, oh, yeah, I hate this person. Look what he's done to me. He, you know, he's, he's a terrible person. He, he deserves hatred. No, but Christ, because his power allows us to, to love and choose right, love. Right. And then the last one, anxiety. I'm just feeling anxious. Just there's so much going on, the corruption of the world. I don't know how I can have peace. But no, because we have Christ, we can choose peace. And I think that's what's key, Mark, in this whole newsletter, what we've been discussing is because of Christ, he allows us to choose life. As right. Scripture says, today, choose in whom you'll serve, either my house or, or your, your own house. And, of course, Joseph says, as for me and my house, we will, we will serve the Lord. We, we choose to serve the Lord. So it's so important that I think we pray. We choose to stand in solidarity with our family in Bangladesh. And they're pouring their lives out every day, uh, right. sharing the gospel right. materials, in a very Islamic nation, um, and we're seeing you know disciples come to Christ. So praise God for that. That can only happen with the, the Christ. We the gospel is not just the Scripture says of of talk, but of power. Right. And and and, and so we have a gospel of power. Well, hey, we want to end up today over in Latin America. Well, really specifically in South America, um, talking about Venezuela. Now, we've been running a campaign for a long time, Bibles for Venezuela. Right now, we're just under a half a million Bibles that have been uh, shipped over to Venezuela. But we have another shipping need over there. And my understanding is that there is broadcast equipment in order to put up another radio station, among other things. They got the container packed. But they're just trying to get it shipped over there. So tell us about the needs in Latin America, South America, and uh, what Russell Stendhal is trying to accomplish over there. Well, yeah, right out of the gate here, I got some good news and praise. Mark, um, you know, we advertised in this newsletter we needed $93,000 more to get our next container of Bibles. And, you know, when we order a container of Bibles, it's, you know, the Bibles are they're leather or, are, you know, imitation leather. They're really nice. They're a little steady yeah, nice. Bible there really nice paper you know that's not cheap to do and and every container we get we get about thirty thousand plus bibles that's about two hundred fifty thousand, so a quarter of a million dollars but included in that is some of the distribution costs because we have to get it all the way from asia and we get it into uh, colombia and then we have to distribute it from colombia all the way to venezuela and then through venezuela so it's i mean it's a miracle every time this happens that we've been able to distribute so far you know uh, nearly half a million Bibles. So this is exciting for us. But since we printed it, we're down to, we need less than $50,000 right now. And so That's I fabulous. just wanted to thank the Lord and, and thank everybody out there for your contribution of what God is doing in, in raising up the Word of God to be distributed. That's leadership, and that's giving people the choice now to know the Lord and His work because the people in Venezuela have not had a choice. They they do not have Bibles. They do not even have you know Walmarts with Bibles or Christian bookstores. They don't have the internet that will allow for the Amazon to deliver it. So it's um, this is a massive need. Um, we found that the majority of Venezuelans who even identifies uh, Christ does not have a family Bible or any Bible, and so this has been stoking a revival there. And so thank you for your prayers and continue to pray. Hey, David, tell me this. Uh, Our listeners may be wondering why such a nice Bible? 
that you're sending them. Uh, yeah. These are imitation leather um, embossed on the front. They're nice paper. They have study notes in mm -hmm. them. Why the extra cost to send them nice Bibles? Yeah, great question, Mark. You know, we, we look at it this way. This may be our only window that that window could close uh, us mm -hmm. even getting in Bibles. So one is, is we know it's limited. Uh, two is we want to last a long time. If it's not quality, it could just fall apart. I mean, these some right. of these people are really living in the elements. I mean, you know, they have leaks in their roofs. They don't have some of the fine houses we have. Um, and and it's because there's lack of Bibles. It's shared among a lot of people. We think right. for every Bible we distribute, and nine people are probably going to be, get access to it. Wow. So, yeah, so it's important that we give something quality and represents the goodness, the beauty and um, so that, that we are proud of for the Lord. It's part of our worship. So it's fair to say that if we could get our goal of 3 million Bibles into Venezuela, that it has the potential of impacting 20 to 30 million people with the word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 20, 30 million, which is our hope because that's why we kind of went towards 3 million is we would really like to you know, get it to family groups, just all the families that consider themselves Christian. And we realize even at 3 million, though, we're going to miss that at this point. But we're trusting and we're going to reevaluate once we get to 3 million. Uh, but it will give enough access to impact many friends of the families, neighbors, and on and on. And so it's, it's still very significant. Well, hey, we want to encourage you to step out and becoming a better leader to get involved with those who are risking much for Jesus. Uh, Russell Stendhal is one who risks often on the newsletter. You can see uh, pictures of him. Uh, well, they're actually, he's sitting with the fire department. They, they love him over there. They're, he's fixing up uh, radio transmitters. And in the next newsletter we have coming out, it shows him taking his land cruiser on this barge to go across the river. And mm -hmm. he's going through co uh, cartel controlled areas and it's all very dangerous what they're doing, but they're willing to risk it because the gospel is worth it. And they want to give people those choices in order to choose Christ when they have maybe never even really heard about Christ before. So, hey, you can help out this podcast by subscribing to it, by sharing it with a friend, by leaving a comment even. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question for us, you want us to answer something on air, hey, submit that question. And we're glad to look at those and answer those questions on air. Hey, and at, finally, at Risk Radio and SOM International were funded by you. We're crowdfunded ministries. So as you sign up to become a monthly donor, that helps us get Bibles into Venezuela. It helps us to get tracts into the hands of those who are in Bangladesh. It, it helps us to, to share the gospel in India and to disciple people in North Africa. You can sign up to become a monthly donor at spiritofmartyrdom.com or you can buy some books, donate towards books in our bookstore and we'll send those to you and all those proceeds go to help those who are risking much for Jesus. Again, spiritofmartyrdom.com. Yeah, Mark. So in one of the ways, if you want to help just encourage the by Christ, share this podcast with others to review it. It just, that's a way to get the attention that's advertised more to a broader audience. All right, great. And thanks for that, David. Thank you for being on with me today. And this has been At Risk Radio. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.